Um, hey, did you know that there's only 100 days left in this year? Really? Like, since we've already That's been through 3,000 days of this year, it seems like 100 is not that many. I still buy into the theory that at 11.59 this year, it's going to go 11.60. <laughs> and then it's just going to keep going? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not discounting that theory. But yeah, 100 days left. Kind of uh, something interesting to think about, isn't it? Yeah, I think that I think we did this last year too. When you get to about the last three months of the year, especially when it's been a year that's been unpredictable and strange and whatever, it's kind of a good time to refocus and then finish strong. Yeah, remember when we used to think that there were like we'd seen a bad year before? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 117 of the Improvement Project podcast, and we are going to be checking in on our 20 for 2020 list as we enter the last 100 days of 2020. We introduced our goals for 2020 back in December of 2019 in episode 76, and then we revisited them and asked ourselves if they were even relevant anymore in episode 96 when we were deep in the pandemic crisis adaptations phase of April. So today we want to revisit them again and see where we're at and see if we can get an intentional about uh, whatever is left on the list as we come into the last part of 2020. Mm -hmm. So just to give you a quick recap, every year for the past three years, Peggy and I have taken a page out of our online pretend best friend, Gretchen Rubin's world. And instead of New Year's resolutions, we created a list of goals for the year. In 2018, we did 18 goals. In 2019, 19 goals. And now in 2020, we each came up with a list of 20 goals that we wanted to accomplish this year. We hope that by hearing us check in with our list of goals when there's 100 days left in the year, that it will inspire you to dig into the goals that you still have that you want to accomplish this year. Now, as you are aware, 2020 is a weird year. So the goals that we have created coming into this year might not be as relevant as they were when we created them. So let's go over them and find out. Let's do. All right, so I'm gonna go through this quick because people have heard this before. And like I said, go back to episode 76 or 96 if you want more intense details about our goals. But my number one was create a budget and plan for renovation because we were to do a big renovation on our house this year and that got kiboshed because of the COVID. So that got postponed until 2021. So I'm still dedicated to doing this goal, but it will be mm -hmm. postponed. Uh, and then number two was the renovation of our house being complete and it's a four to six month process. It's postponed for a year. So same thing, I'm dedicated to the process, but starting next spring. Men's game, clear out every closet, cupboard and space to prep for this said renovation. So we've mostly done this, but I know it will get a bit more um, intense again as we 
really dial up for the renovation in the spring. Number four, start the process of digitizing, digitizing all hard copies of photos. So I have not done this yet, but I did look in the room where the boxes are the other day that has all of the photo albums in it. And I thought to myself that I needed to clear that out as we go into the process of moving things into a storage unit. So um, I am, uh, this one's on my brain and I still want to tackle it in 2020. Mm -hmm. Number five, create and launch at least one online paid course. I have not done this yet, but I'm working on it. But I did, if you have not seen it yet, I did put out a free mini course on gratitude. So if you haven't checked that out, go to gratitude.drpeggymalone.com. It's a cute little course that'll introduce you to the idea of what gratitude is and get you started on the process of daily gratitude journaling, which is a habit that Jenny and I have been working on for a few years, Jenny longer than me. All right, number six, an online course called Virtual Business Academy. Um, I did not finish this course, but I have been working diligently on aspects of it and a couple of others. And uh, there have been some big changes on my website in the last six months. So if you wanna check those out, if you haven't seen them already, go to drpeggymalone.com. Number seven, go live on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, at least once a week as a follow-up from the podcast episode. So I still have not done this regularly. I still resist it, but I am still dedicated to coming back to this goal. So once again, I'm like checking in to use this as accountability. Look for my live uh, broadcasts more often uh, in the last part of this year. Number eight, at least eight episodes of the podcast have a guest on it that adds value to our listeners. So, so far we have had the Scots, we had Chef Yoda, we had Lisa from uh, Recipe Inspo, no. Yes. Lisa, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Okay. I don't know why my brain went. Anyways, Lisa from Recipe. I think it's because she's finishing up Recipe in Inspo. Did you see yes. this detail? She is. Anyway, we can come and back to that. Exciting things to come from this. I know. That's cool. Um, we had Sarah, which was great. And then Jamie Henderson. And there's still three months to go. So we have been tackling this goal. So this is great. Uh, number nine, move from a paper calendar to a digital calendar. I was kind of in a way forced to do this for work yeah. because of the pandemic. I had to move a whole bunch of my paper stuff into the digital world just to reduce touches. And mm -hmm. so it's kind of like I was forced to do it that way. And I still haven't a hundred percent moved to a digital calendar for my world outside of work yet, but I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. uh, number 10, first aid and CPR research. This got postponed because you can't get near people to do a first aid and CPR course, uh, at least not so far. So uh, hopefully we'll come back to that. Uh, number 11, read at least 40 books. So as with many of these goals, this fell off as we went through that nuttiness in March and April and May of this year. Uh, mm -hmm. But I am on track now with my reading and I'm currently only at 15 books. So by 40 by the end of the year might be a bit out of reach, but I'll keep plugging away and maybe 20 or 25 is my revamped goal here. Uh, number 12, keep up with my Duolingo learning Spanish 10 minutes per day, per day. I'm still doing this. I'm up to 566 days in a row in my streak. So, muy bien. Wow. Which is terrible pronunciation, but at least I know how to, what the words are. Okay. Yes. Number 13, 10 strict pull-ups. Uh, this one is for another year. At this point, I'm just happy to be consistently working out four or five days per week. Number... Yeah. Uh, 14, a handstand course. This one didn't happen. And I feel less inspired by this idea than I used to when we made this list. Mm. So I may still come back to it. That's a maybe. Number 15, family yoga. This one got squished by the pandemic, but I'm still hopeful that we can inspire John to be more active in the last three months of the year. And I, I'm thinking about adding yoga with Adrian in once per week, just as a little like family yep. activity. 
So that will count for family yoga. Meal yep. planning. Uh, my goal was to get more consistent. This is number 16. This one has actually been really good and was actually improved by the pandemic because we prepped and ate at home 100% of our meals until the beginning of May. When yeah. that's the first time we ever got takeout. So we still haven't eaten in a restaurant yet, although we have gotten takeout a bunch of times now. Mm -hmm. So the meal planning is great. We're doing awesome there. Uh, number 17, weekly family meeting with John and I. This seemed less relevant when we were at home more and yeah. we didn't, weren't going anywhere and didn't have to plan anything. So yep. um, as we move into the last three months of the year, I'll be bringing this one back. Number 18, date night once a month, lunch or dinner out, just John and I. Uh, this was sort of, again, uh, wasn't something we could do during um, the first part of 2020, but we did do our formal Fridays, hashtag formal Fridays, every Friday night for those few months. Um, so I think that it was actually pretty fun and it helped the monotony and also the weirdness of that time. It made something fun every week. So if you haven't seen those, if you go to my Instagram page, you can see the formal Friday pics that John and I did every Friday through March, April, and May. Um, and maybe we'll come back to uh, doing some date nights now that we're coming into the last 100 days of the year as well. Mm -hmm. Number 19, dinner out to celebrate each of our nieces and nephews. We have eight of them uh, for their birthdays. Uh, we've done two uh, uh, of the eight we had over for dinner, but um, the others were hard because of various pandemic issues. Uh, mm -hmm. But we still want to do this and get back after it when it's possible. And number 20, stand up paddle boarding with Jenny, which yay, <laughs> I can say yes, we did this one. So yes. basically out of 20, fun. I've got about two or three that I completed. Okay. Hey. But some of them are sort of, some of them are still ongoing. Yeah. I feel okay about it. I feel okay about it. It's this year, yeah. I feel as though in general, this year has an asterisk associated with it. Oh, the biggest one you've ever seen. That's right. Okay. So my, here's my list. Um, it is divided into categories. So I will just quickly whip through this. So Can some I just pause categories... for one second? Isn't it so lovely how Jenny's list is divided into categories? It's very much of indicative of the com of, of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? When you look at my personality and the way I do things and then Jenny's, this is a mm -hmm. really great example of it. I needed a framework yes, definitely to kind of <laughs> think of ideas and and make sure it's balanced because I think sometimes mine will kind of skew into certain areas. So this helped me kind of have balance about it. Um, and because it has categories, some ones were easier to work on than others given the pandemic. So the first one was I called career slash creativity. And it, my first one was to create a website that would act as kind of like maybe a portfolio site or as a way to have a better online presence since I'm not active on social media. Um, and I have no excuse that I didn't do this, but I didn't do it. I, okay. I got the WordPress account and I got a shell set up, but I haven't finished it. Okay. The second one is attend six in-person marketing events and workshops. Oh no. So I got two done before this all started, but yeah, COVID. So I'm finding other ways to do this online. So I might be able to eke out a couple virtual things here as we go into the last hundred days. Um, third was paint a room in my house white, did it bathroom. And you know what? I think I'm going to do the same with this room you're looking at behind me right now. Cool. Um, work on an art skill was my fourth, um, which I was thinking about sketching and I have been doing this. I've been doing a lot of like drawing and lettering. Um, Ethan likes to draw a lot. So I will sit with him and do that. We got some oil pastels. I've been playing with those. My next kind of broad category is relationships. This is where things go off the rails. So dinner with Jeff on the 14th of each month, 
this did not happen. We started out good at the beginning of the year, but in terms of going out for dinner, just the two of us, it just didn't happen during. COVID. Yep. Um, go on a weekly adventure with Ethan. Yeah. Well, this whole year has been an adventure, so whatever. There you go. Um, weekly family meetings. This totally fell off during the pandemic. How many opportunities did we need to reconnect as a family when we're together 24-7? Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. So, yeah. And then this one will make you laugh. This whole category makes me laugh. Have dinner guests every other week, <laughs> at least. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute, Aww. all these ideas I had for the year? So my next category was health and wellness. Uh, my first one, daily gratitude journaling. Check, check. That's going well. Still locked in. Daily green smoothie. Check, check. You know, I would say on average, though, I miss maybe a day a week of this. Sometimes I just skip a day um, if I'm not feeling it. Um, 10 minutes daily meditation. Straight up not been doing this. Haven't been in the mood for it. Um, and then monthly digital detox. I have needed a little window into the outside world during this. So I just haven't, but I will say we go on a lot of bike rides and things like that. And I, and I just don't take my phone. So those and are I little will, digital detoxes of sorts, like just yeah. mini ones. So that's cool. And even like, there are times when like, we will go like, say if we're going paddle boarding and I just don't, I leave my phone at home and we go to the beach and Awesome. I just leave it. So next category, speaking of which, adventure slash recreation, go on a week-long family trip. <laughs> nope. Um, number 14, learn to play chess as a family. I get two out of three points on this one because Jeff and Ethan learned, but I gave up because I didn't have the patience. <laughs> um, so number 15, go paddleboarding at least six times six times in the summer, definitely got this one, including one of the times with Peg. We went pretty much, I think, all but one weekend during June, July, August. So that was great. Go to a play in Stratford was number 16. Oh. That didn't happen. But you know what we did do? We, um, because everything was not happening in Stratford, we packed up our bikes and we went to Stratford for the day and we did a big bike ride around Stratford. Cool. So that was really nice just to see something different. So that was fun. Um, and then my last category was money slash resources slash home, which, yeah. Um, 17 is figure out iCloud. So I think I'm mostly good to go. I just need to figure out the hard drive backup part of all of this because I want to have a hard drive backup of all my photos and files as well as cloud. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm almost there. Uh, 18 was digitize all my photos and files. That's, I think, all taken care of. I don't have anything left to be digitized. Awesome. Um, set investment goals and strategy. So yes, uh, this is going well. And I have set an automated savings that I wanted to do where the money just automatically goes into the retirement account I have uh, set up for my investments um, that Jeff is helping me manage. So that's happening. So I feel good about that, that I'm being proactive about my investments and number 20 was make basement renovation plans. This is kind of on hold right now. I'm kind of unsure when this is going to happen because right now our unfinished basement is serving as a gymnasium when it's not nice out and we need it for um, rollerblading in and using a scooter and playing basketball down there. And depending on what happens this winter, 
that might be coming yeah. in pretty clutch. So yeah. yeah. So that's my list. So I don't know where I'm at. I got some done, but some is now laughable. <laughs> I, I think, know. I think you've done amazing. Well, especially when it best, really has we? been 24 seven with you guys at home, nonstop, no breaks mm-hmm. from each other, which I, it obviously is nice, but it, that's not how your life was set up to happen. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Well, um, you've heard how Jenny and I have done so far in 2020 with our goals. And we are, both of us, still working towards some pieces of these goals as we go into the last 100 days of the year. And I think probably, if nothing else, we're just checking in to note that, yes, we have accomplished some things despite the asterisks on this year. And we're Mm -hmm. moving forward with positive intention as we head into the end of this glorious, weird, strange year. Mm And we hope you are too. All right. Now it's time for a segment, which we call, Ooh, me likey. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, or random internet hilarity that we've found. And we feel like maybe you will find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So what I am Umi liking this week is uh, our friend Yoda, the chef Yoda, who we've interviewed on the podcast before, finally was able to publish her book. It got put on hold uh, during COVID and then in it was supposed to be published in April and then it was published in August. Uh, her book is called Salt and Sour. And we were on vacation last week at a cottage up in Muskoka and it rained a lot, which made for a perfect opportunity for me to hunker down and read this book. I started and could not stop. I was very interested and invested already in this book because I know Yoda and I know a lot of her story from hearing bits and pieces from her over the years. Um, if you want to hear some of her story, we, epi- uh, we interviewed her in episode 88. But this story of her of Salt and Sour is compelling. It's raw. It's honest. And it's so good. I started at dinner time one night and was done before lunch the next day. And my vacation wow. team basically thought that I had abandoned them. So it was fantastic. <laughs> Love it. And I also want to say, uh, spoiler alert, we'll be interviewing Yoda on the podcast coming up soon. So look forward to that. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to reading that book. It's great. Awesome. Okay. So for me, this is going to sound like a weird me likey, but I'm really liking silicone straws. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I know what silicone is and I know what a straw is, but I did not know these two things went together like these flexible kind of cool rubbery straws. So <laughs> I so we all we've seen the reusable stainless straws. We have those, right? In our the battle against plastic straws and trying to be kinder to the earth. Um but I there was always something that made me a little uneasy with drinking out of the metal straws and I think it's cuz I have very very sensitive teeth. And I think it could have even been psychological where it's just like the idea of that, like the thought of like having tinfoil near your teeth. So anyway, (laughs) I got a little set of silicone straws sent to me as a sample from a promotional company, which happens when you work in marketing, right? Like companies that make those things, send them. And so I tried it and oh my gosh, what a game changer. So I've been drinking way more water when I use one of them, which I definitely needed to work on. And so I've been kind of just putting in a 
you know, some ice and some lemon and some cucumber and just refilling it all day. And I am doing great with drinking way more water. Um, and it, I had a really good locked in system for drinking water before all this happened. When I was drinking water in the car, like on my way to work, way yeah. home, like I had it set up that there was like these times when I drank water. So I didn't really think about drinking water because it was locked in. It goes but, to cues and environment and uh, your habits, right? Yeah. Gosh. And this whole year has shaken up all of the kind of systems. And I really realized that a lot of the reason why I had so many habits locked in was the fact that my life had that kind of like, because I was, I had that structure of going to like a, a job every day, I could hinge so many habits on that. And without that, I've really had to evaluate how to do things and build that discipline. So um, anyway, this straw is really helping. So sometimes I think it's worth it to get a little something that might make it a little bit easier, encourage you a little bit, like whatever will help facilitate that. I think it's great. Awesome. Do you have a link that I can put in the show notes for the silicone straw? I'm sure I can find something. I'm sure somebody's going to be interested. So you find it, we'll, yeah. we'll get it in the show notes. And you know where I think even locally for those who are local to the area, I think that given on Talbot Street sells Oh them. yeah, they probably do in St. Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's move on to you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I'm up for the win this week. And this month, so later this month, is the five-year anniversary of me being at my job that I'm at. Oh, cool. Congratulations, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And so when that happens, where I work, they send you a little link to an online catalog and you get to pick from a bunch of different items, you get to pick a little present. Oh, neat. Tons of things. There's like clocks and jewelry and um, tents, um, tools, (laughs) like all sorts, like slow cooker, all sorts of different things. Um, But the thing that I ultimately went with, because there wasn't anything I really needed in all of it, um, but the thing I went with was a little fitness tracker watch. Oh, neat. Kind of like, like a Fitbit, but you know, that type. Um, and I had recently been thinking about getting one as a way to kind of build some awareness around how little I'm moving every day. Um, so it kind of felt like a win, like, okay, I will try this out. Um, and I thought maybe with the cooler months approaching, it might be a good little awareness boosting tool for me just to be conscious of that. And it has sparked a little competitive spirit with my son as well, because he wears a kid's kind of pedometer watch. And so it's been fun because he's been asking me throughout the day how many steps I'm at, but it's so hard to beat him. Yesterday, I felt like a champ because I had 13,000 steps. And then I asked him and he was over 25,000. Isn't that crazy how much kids move? He had spent all afternoon outside running around in the yard. Awesome. uh, So it's hard to beat him. So, I mean, right now, I mean, we're around dinner and I'm at 5,800 steps. Oh, a little walk after dinner, Jenny. I, I need to. I've gone okay. for a couple of walks today, but I need to get up because I need to, I'm trying to hit at least 10,000 a day. Okay, good job. So there we go. How about you? All right. I'm up there for the learn and I'm not proud to say that 
only two episodes ago, I had the win that I deleted Twitter off of my phone. Well, it's easy to put it back on. (laughs) And there's something about being on vacation and being out of your regular routine that allows for exceptions and Mm -hmm. the slippery slope. So I slipped right back into the Twitter doom scroll and it's not good. So I deleted it again at the beginning of the week. So hopefully it means that I'm back into routine again now, but wow, the social media addiction is a real ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm back on track after that learn. And uh, especially because the news seems to be getting crazier and crazier as we get close to the U S election, I think maybe um, it's probably good for if that's causing you some mental strife to stay away from it or limit your time uh, interacting with the, the interwebs. Wise thoughts. All right. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Are you working on your 20 for 2020 list? We would love to hear about it. And let us know what you're working on specifically for the last 100 days. For questions or comments, send us an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse. And I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. As usual, you will find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. And if this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find our podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. I'm going to go get after. What's that? Making some potato leek soup. Ooh. Ooh, it's one of my faves. I love it. I would love that too. We're having yeah. salmon and broccoli and zucchini. Yums. Big days around here. Yums. Yums. That sounds tasty. And we got a big old baguette. Oh yeah. That does sound good. And jam that right in my face hole. <laughs> right where it needs to be. All right. I'm going to, I hear Jeff starting it and he always uses the wrong end of the leaks. So I got to go make sure this doesn't go sideways. (laughs) Okay. Good luck. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye.